Hey sis, welcome back to part two of Leftovers. If you didn't catch the first part one, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it first and then come back and listen to part two. The last episode I left off was talking about how Leah had to end up sharing Jacob when Jacob married her sister, Rachel. Imagine, she was only married to Jacob for seven days and he married her sister, Rachel. So can you imagine how she felt? She definitely felt like a leftover. She felt unloved that she didn't matter. And I know there's times in my life I've felt this way. And if you have felt this way also, I wanna remind you of this very important thing, that God loves you. He gave his only begotten son for you. John 3, 16. And when we go through life and we feel like we don't matter, it's sometimes hard to remember and think that, well, you know what? This person may not feel that I'm worth anything, but God loves me. We tend to concentrate and look at people and how they feel and what they say and the things they they definitely impart into us. But we need to concentrate more on what God says and who our identity is in Christ because that's all that matters. So let's jump back into the story. Leah knew again that she was unloved, but think about what Leah was. Leah wasn't beautiful. Rachel was. Rachel was beautiful in appearance, but Leah had these, as the Bible talks about, weak eyes. But Leah still had hope. She hoped that one day Jacob would love her. Haven't you hoped that? I have. Like, you know, you may like someone and they may not, you know, particularly have the same feelings for you, but you're hoping that one day they will. And Leah also thought that she could end up changing her husband. And I don't know if you've ever thought that too, because I did, like in relationships, if I saw a red flag, I knew that, you know, there's something I really don't particularly like and how they view this particular subject. But then I'm like, okay, but you know, once we get together, I'll be able to convince and change him into seeing the way that I believe. And we all know as women, we can't change a man. We can't change anybody. Only God can change a man. And that makes me think about the story of when Moses was in Egypt going against Pharaoh to get his people out of captivity, to get them to the promised land. And it said in the Bible that God hardened Pharaoh's heart. So we know that people's heart can be hardened by God. And sometimes we don't see the bigger picture, but God could be hardening a person's heart towards you because they're not the one for you. So as the story continues, not only was Leah the first wife, but she ended up being the first mother to give Jacob children. In Genesis 29, 32, this is what Leah said. 
Leah conceived and bore a son and named him Reuben. For she said, because the Lord has seen my affliction, surely now my husband will love me. But before that, I want to share that God knew that Leah was unloved. El Roy is a name for God who sees. So God saw Leah's affliction. And this is what God said. Now the Lord saw that Leah was unloved and he opened her womb, but Rachel's was barren. So even when we feel like we're left over, God sees us and we're still going to end up winning. And when I mean winning, that Romans 8.28 says that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So when we think things look bleak, God knows that it's going to all work out for our benefit for our good and he gets the glory. So as I said, she had a son, she named him Reuben. And she said, now maybe my husband will love me. Well, that didn't happen. So think about it. He probably is like, okay, she had a baby, but the love of my life, Rachel, she, <laughs> she's not having any children, what's going on? He probably paid more attention to Rachel than Leah, even through her nine months of pregnancy. So what ended up happening is that Leah conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. So she named him Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son and said, now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, he was named Levi. And guess what? She conceived again. And she bore a son and said, this time I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she named him Judea. Then she stopped bearing. And what I want to have you concentrate on is this. When Jacob didn't love her, God saw that she was unloved. And she allowed her to have four sons in a row because he saw her affliction. He heard her cry. But even then, she didn't lose hope. She said, after baby number one, he'll love me. After baby number two, for sure he's going to love me. Come on now. After baby number three, I know this man's going to love me. Then she said, okay, here's my fourth baby. I'm not going to say anymore that I know my husband may love me now. I'm just going to praise God and thank him for allowing me to bear four sons. Because when you think about the bigger picture, babies are so beautiful and amazing, but they end up giving you the love that you have been missing. So I think during that process, Leah ended up discovering Yes, my husband doesn't love me. God has blessed me with four children. But here's the love that I'm receiving from my children that I'm able to give out and get back in return. So this has been part two of Leftovers. I just want you to marinate on that. Think about your times that you have felt that you didn't matter. And I want you to just take some time. I'm going to challenge you on this. Sit down. 
take a few minutes sometime this week and think about what you have been through an experience, one experience where you felt that someone made you feel that you didn't matter and look and see what God matter and you are cried it doesn't matter cried out just said I'm hurting God whatever you did during that time I want you to reflect and look and see God in that place in that experience and what he saved you from and what you did not know right think about it sometimes this is interesting we think we know what's best for ourselves And when we ask for things, sometimes God will give it to us. If we continually ask, and like, I'm not going to say bug him, but we ask over and over, then he gives us what we want. And then we realize it wasn't really what we wanted. It doesn't feel the same once he blessed us with it. But I want you to think, what did God save me from? What situation, what experience that could have been traumatic that he saved me from. Well, again, this is Dr. Cheryl Peavy. I will see you next time. Be blessed and remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made.